This is the daily podcast from St Paul's Knightsbridge, an invitation to pause for not more than 10 minutes each day to think, to reflect and to pray. This week, Phil Davis, Head of Future Programmes, reflects on stories in the news. While Jesus was speaking, a Pharisee invited him to dine with him. So he went in and took his place at the table. The Pharisee was amazed to see that he did not first wash before dinner. Then the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and of the dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. You fools! Did not the one who made the outside make the inside also? So give for alms those things that are within, and see, everything will be clean for you. As our government struggles with encouraging the population to comply with the latest pandemic rules, fines for non-compliance were recently increased once again, with the threat of higher fines if non-compliance doesn't increase. Despite the increased fines, Martin Hewitt, chair of the National Police Chiefs Council, said last week that he expects the number of fines issued to continue to increase. Fines don't seem to be working. Daniel Pink, in his book Drive, an exploration of what motivates people to behave in the way they do, argues that motivation comes from within, from autonomy and having a sense of purpose, and not from external factors such as rewards or fear of punishment. Pink shares the real-life example of a nursery school manager trying to deal with the problem of parents being late to collect their children, which in turn means her staff having to stay late into the evening. She introduces a system of fines, expecting this to motivate the parents to collect their children on time. Not an unreasonable thing to do, you'd think. However, she notices that almost immediately the incidence of parents being late to collect their children increases, and continues to increase to a new level, indeed double the level before the fines were introduced. It seems that the impact of the fine regime is a shift from the parents' sense of moral obligation that they should collect their children on time, I ought to so that the teachers can get back to their families on time, to a purely transactional approach, I can buy extra time. The introduction of fines appears to legitimise non-compliance by enabling the possibility of buying your way out of your obligation with little thought to the impact your action may have on others. Humans have an instinct to push the boundaries when it comes to rules, especially when we don't instinctively agree with them. I suspect many of us have become armchair epidemiologists and behavioural experts over the past few months, coming to our own conclusions about the best way to handle the pandemic. And our motivation? Well, we want to see our families and friends, to do things as we did before the pandemic, and to return to what we recognise as normal. We want to abide by the rules, of course, but perhaps with our spin on them, and perhaps even a blind spot or two. I may find a loophole to legitimise my behaviour, but still be able to say that I'm obeying the rules. In today's reading, Jesus challenges the Pharisees who have judged him for not performing the ritual washing before dinner, a direct contravention of their law. But Jesus retorts, Now you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and of the dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. You fools, did not the one who made the outside make the inside also?
What are our internal motivations? What greed are we harbouring beneath the veneer of compliance? If I'm honest, I'm somewhat ashamed to say that many of my thoughts over the past six months, much of it spent alone at home during lockdown, have been about me, my boredom, my mental health, my social life, my sacrifice in not being able to do all the things I usually enjoy. I feel my world has shrunk a little, and that I think more about me than I probably ought. If Daniel Pink's assertion that we are motivated more by internal than external considerations is correct, perhaps we ought to pay more attention to our inner life. How, how am I using my autonomy for good? What is my purpose? What is directing my behaviour? When pondering these questions, we can easily fall into thinking about me, my autonomy, my self-actualization, my purpose, and my success. But our faith calls us quite simply to love God and to love neighbour. And so perhaps an exercise for this week might be to think about how we look beyond ourselves, to balance our needs with those of others around us. By doing so, we might find it easier to bear the limitations placed on our freedom and to live lives shaped by obligation to neighbour over an individualistic transactional approach where we simply buy our way out of our obligations. May the same mind be in us which was in Christ Jesus, that having his love, his humility, and his obedience always in remembrance, we may consecrate ourselves to the service of others in his name and for his sake. Amen. <laughs>